Shalom, today's Zaf Yomi is Nazir Daf, Bey is Nazir 2. And what is a Nazirite? A person who says, Hareini Nazir, a person says, Behold, I am a Nazir, a man or a woman, then the laws of Nazirus apply. And that you have to formulate these words. If a person says, Kiyafli, meaning to say a person has to specify that they are a Nazirite, then the laws of being a Nazir apply. And what are the main concepts of the laws of a Nazirite? There are three main aspects to it. First of all, a person is prohibited to have anything that comes away from the grapevine, meaning to say that, that any part of the grape they're not allowed to eat. Number two, a person is not allowed to get a shave, a haircut, any cut off the hair of their body. And number three, a person is prohibited to in come in contact with a dead body. And so too, a person is would be obligated to bring sacrifices on the day that they've completed their Naziris, and the day that they're they're completed their 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 term of being a Nazirite, or if they became Tame in the middle of their Naziritud. The person when they a person is able to accept their their Nazarethood in one of three ways, meaning to say if they say Hareini Nazir, behold I'm a Nazarite. Also if they do a kinoi, that means to say they use a nickname or they use an associated term with it, or Yados. And these are terms that we go back to the very beginning of the of the these are associated terms that will, that they started to say that they're accepting it even though they didn't finish. Now, even though the Mishnah starts attracting, I want to turn now to the beginning line of the Gemara, of the Talmud's discussion. The Talmud asks a basic question, which is what is the tractate Nazir doing in the volume related to women? Why is it here in the first place? So the Talmud tells us something uh, very powerful, very powerful teaching. And, and this is something that appears in Brachos and also in Sota. So the Talmud says, Mechti Tana Beseder Nashim Kai, since the Tana is in, where the, the, this author of our Mishnah, we're, we're in the tractate of the volume of called women, and, and therefore its, its primary purpose is to explain the laws relating to women. If that's the case, my time at Tani Nazir. What's the reason that the Tana is teaching us about the laws of a Nazarite? This has nothing to do with, with a woman. Why is it here? It should be in, in the tractate called Kachim because it relates to all the laws of the sacrifices that we find in Nazarite. There are a lot of sacrifices. First of all, at the end of their Nazarite, they bring three animals. They bring a, a sheep for an awe, a female sheep for a, for a sin offering, and they bring a ram for a shlamim. So it should be in the tractate called Kachim. So what's the reason why it's in the category called women? So the Gemara explains, Tana Akraikai. The Tana is, is basing himself upon the verse. The verse states, that it says with respect to a divorce, it says that if you don't find, if a man sees that his wife, he finds something, a, a sin amongst his wife or, or a blemish, and he writes for her a bill of divorce, and he places it in her hand, and he sends her out from the house. And the, the clear implication of the verse is that the divorce was caused because the person uh, witnessed or saw that his wife was committing adultery that he found in his wife. And the Torah, reason why the Torah, even though not all divorces are because of adultery, obviously, but nevertheless, the Torah assumes, says the rush, that most of the divorces relate to that, and certainly in those days. Um, nowadays, I don't know that we would say that, but that's what the, in the Torah's time, that's what it was relating to. And this is what the Tanah of our, of our,
Mishnah is saying, Mi avera. What caused this woman to violate this sin that as a result of this, her husband wants to divorce her? Yayin. It was wine that caused this sin because the woman had too much wine and so therefore she came to this state of frivolity, frivolity. And so therefore it's correct that she should refrain from drinking any wine because we don't want her to come to this state of a sin. Vika Amar. And so therefore Revi says, and in the Gemara and Sota says that this was a Braisa that Rebbe taught. And, and so therefore, Rebbe said, Laman, that what's the reason why the passage of the Nazarite is next to the passage of Sota in the Torah? In the Torah, they're right next to each other. So what's the reason? Koaroa Sota Bilkokula, that whoever sees the Sota in, in their state of distress, uh, disrespect, meaning to say that she's brought before the temple and she's, and she's, she's embarrassed and she's treated like she did a terrible act. And whoever sees this, whoever sees the sota in this manner with her, with her humiliation and her embarrassment that they, that, they, that they basically rip her clothing and they uncover parts of her body and, and they also make her wear black clothes and they remove her jewelry and make her look repulsive. Whoever sees the, the sota in this manner, will make a vow and they'll say, I don't want to drink wine. He'll accept upon himself to be a Nazarite. And this is uh, protection that he takes upon himself in, in order to protect himself from the, the frivolity that caused this sin. And he, he needs a wine because he needs to accept, he needs to do, accept, take a vow to accept upon himself from wine because otherwise he could too easily go back to his previous state. So we see that the whole Nazarite, uh, according to the, the rabbis, the, the whole concept of a Nazarite is a reaction to seeing something, a terrible thing that you see, or you witness a spectacle, and as a result of this, a person becomes a Nazarite.